Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to the Beantown Podcast for Saturday, July 20th, 2019. What's going on? How are you? What's happening? This is my show. And we are streaming live from the Washington Hilton up here on Connecticut Avenue here in muggy and extraordinarily hot Washington, D.C. Let's take a look at our our radar here. Our weather app has Washington currently. I'll just give you the straight the straight facts. Ninety two degrees. We scroll down here. Humidity is only at fifty six. It's not terrible. Um, the feels like is at one hundred four right now, um, and the UV index is at seven. I don't know what that means, but um, pretty. Pretty pretty hot. It's going to get up. Let's see, 92 right now. It's supposed to peak at 98. So if you add another 6 to the feels like, that's about 110. And I think feels like tends to go up as the sun is out for longer. So let's call it 112, 113 is what we're dealing with. I got to walk um, to a different hotel where I'm working later this afternoon. I got to walk there in about an hour here um, in my suit and tie. So suffice to say, not necessarily looking forward to that walk, but you know, maybe I'll turn walk this way on my, uh, my iPod there by Aerosmith and just go crazy. I always want to open up a Chinese restaurant and call it walk this way, but you need, you need a lot of capital for that. And probably you need to know, how to cook as well and it's just it's never all come together for me well we're here in washington just for about 36 hours uh i work in a little bit today but honestly not too much and then otherwise um i'm i'm not doing much i've tried to get here yesterday early afternoon um and American Airlines canceled my flight. We get on the we get on the plane. It's like a 11:30 flight, and we're all buckled in, and they've closed the whatever latch door, and we're watching the safety video on the screens. And all of a sudden, in the middle, the captain comes over the intercom and says, uh, "Ladies and gentlemen, I have some bad news. Uh, maintenance on their uh, final inspection has found." Uh, a panel that is loose, and there's a screw missing, and we uh, we can't find it. So we're gonna have to go ahead and deboard that plane, uh, and stay close to the gate area, and we will get updates to you as soon as possible. So we uh, we deplane after we had just planed the first time, and. It wasn't, I mean, in the grand scheme of flight delays and cancellations and yada, 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 I mean, I've had things that are way worse. I've slept in the Atlanta airport before, but uh, this probably the whole thing, they ended up getting a new plane and switching gates and all that stuff. So we ended up leaving around 2, 2.30, something like that. So, uh, and then when you get into, you know, I got, I flew into BWI and then it's about a hour 15 on a Friday afternoon to get from there down to uh, 
DuPont Circle, Adams Morgan area where I'm staying. So that was a rough one. I was hoping to just, you know, get in early afternoon originally, take the train and then take the metro. Um, super easy. And, I, you know, it would have taken a little bit longer than taking a cab, but um, don't have to worry about just sitting there in traffic with an Uber driver. Like, I'd rather just be doing my own thing. Alas, that didn't... That didn't happen. So get to the hotel finally at like, I don't know, 6.30, something like that. Ended up grabbing some dinner and drinks with a cousin. And uh, today we're working. So that's what we're doing here. Got a flight out of Reagan tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. And fingers crossed, no delays or nothing like that so I can get home and I got stuff to do tomorrow. I got to do my laundry. I got to go grocery shopping. Got a meal prep. So there's lots. There's lots going on here. But um, yeah, uh, I I I bring this up here because uh, some some frustrations growing. So everyone who listens, or most people who listen, know that I play a lot of trivia uh, when. Well, not when. I just play a lot of trivia in general. And since I moved to Chicago, I've been playing at a bar in Wicker Park, a bar that will remain nameless. Uh, It's not the bar's fault, what I'm about to tell you. It's the trivia company's fault. But, um, yeah, it's it's not the same trivia company that I played with in Baltimore. So it's new rules, new regulations, new hosts, all that stuff, new new stuff to get used to. Well... I've been playing there with my brother for about a month and a half now, and uh, so far it's been fine. We've we've had some successful weeks where we've won some prizes, yada, yada, yada. I think that's the second time I've used that already, and we're only on the seventh minute. But this past week, oh boy, um, S hit the fan here, and I'll give him listener discretion as, as advised. Number one, uh, we'll occasionally use some... Uh, frustration-induced language. And number two, trivia frustration-induced. Number two, the podcast is objectively terrible. And I tell you what, right now, if you're if you're listening here on Minute 7 and you're wondering if there's like a, if the podcast, if this episode's ever going to get good, or the podcast in general, but if this episode's ever going to get good, no, I, I've got talking points, but there's no special theme or something. Last week, our interview with Tarek Shahada was the one you want to listen to. Um, but Moving ahead here, so there there were some issues with questions, and there were let's see, I think three three and a half major ones that I'll I'll tell you right now. So the first one, the category was crossword clues, but it wasn't like Jeopardy where they give you the first letter and the number of letters, which is how crossword clues works uh, in like trivia format games. But they just gave you the number of letters, so. It was frustrating. The description of the f- of this question was four letters meaning low in pitch. That's it. So we're thinking, okay, talking to a music major over here, so low in pitch, that's going to be bass, right? Because pitch can be all the way up here or it can be all the way down here. And if you're talking down here, then that's bass, which is what I sang in college. Um I sang in the bass section of of our choir. Yeah, I can also play a little bit of bass, not very well, but a little bit. Um, the answer instead was deep, which is 
not necessarily wrong, but it's just bases one more correct, but two you can just give credit for both because they are both right. The physical definition of base means low in pitch. So that was uh that was that was frustrating, but the one that really pissed me off and this is second on the list of three and a half I'm going to give you. It was, um, so this wasn't crossword clues anymore. It was a separate category, but it was, uh, the the question was, this is a running back from Wisconsin, uh, UW-Madison, with who, who ran for 408 rushing yards in the game, and he nearly broke Barry Sanders' single-season NCAA rushing record. So we're thinking, okay, that's uh, that's Melvin Gordon, right? Went to Wisconsin, had 408 yards in a game. It all checks out. So we write down Gordon on the answer sheet. Not trying to trick anybody, not trying to cover our asses because we don't know if it's Melvin or Marvin or Martin. No, just that's how things work, right? If you asked who was the 18th president of the United States, I would tell you Grant. And you wouldn't give me any bullshit because everyone knows that's Grant. Well, we got the question wrong because they wouldn't take Gordon. They would only take Melvin Gordon. I'm not even joking. We They gave us zero points because we put down the guy's last name and that wasn't good enough for him. Here's my issue. One, that's BS. Two, if you're really thinking, okay, we need more specificity in order to award or not award points – then what you do is you either bring the answer sheet back to the team, ask them to be more specific. You call them up to the bar, ask them to be more specific, whatever. You can't just give them zero points because there's no, you know, there are no official trivia rules for this company that says you have to give first and last names, and that hasn't been enforced before, and it wasn't enforced after. But um, yeah. It's just like the only time when a last name solely by itself doesn't suffice is if you're like, what was the name of, you know, Abraham Lincoln's brother? I don't know if he had a brother, but you can't you can't just say Lincoln. Right. That doesn't that doesn't make sense. You have to get the first name. In fact, they're not even looking for the name Lincoln. They're looking for just the first name. Well, when you're asking me what the name of a running back is, I'll tell you Gordon or I'll tell you Tomlinson or I'll tell you Alexander or I'll tell you Peterson. And if there's a situation where there's a you know a super general name like Jones or something where there've been a lot of middling running backs with the last name Jones, maybe Felix Jones or Thomas Jones or a number of other Jones, well yeah, and that's not going to cut it. Although even if you know if you give a specific description like went to Wisconsin and almost wrote Barry Sanders rushing record that in in and of itself adds a multiple layers of specificity to the question and to the corresponding answer so it's just that's not how it works that's it breaks all the conventional rules of trivia type games anyways number number 3 here um, so in that same category, the whole kind of thing with this category is you can 
either take the answers there's i think 10 of them in this round 10 questions and answers and the answers will all have a certain theme or category of some kind and some of them are straightforward like one of them uh so one one of the answers was melvin gordon one of them was nirvana another one was ever clear excuse me so like some of them like nirvana ever clear you don't have to do anything but other ones like um uh, for melvin gordon for instance it's not gordon isn't what they're looking for it's melvin so um long story short here the kind of theme of or the the uh thing that all these answers had in common was that they are 90s grunge bands but when they ask you you know what the theme of the category is or what binds all these things together they don't you know say how specific or unspecific to be so we looked at it and you know the fact that you know and I think we got nine out of the ten right, something like that, eight out of the ten with the stupid Melvin Gordon issue. But we knew that they were, or if you would have asked me what type of rock band Nirvana was, I would have told you it's a grunge band. If you would have asked me when they were around, I would have said the 90s. I knew that. But we put rock bands because these are rock bands. Like, you know, it could have worked the other way. We could have said 90s grunge bands and they could have been looking for, no, we were looking for rock bands, actually. And then maybe we wouldn't have gotten the point. So it's better to, you know, go a little bit more unspecific to just catch, you know, cast a wider net, which is what we've been doing um, at this trivia game in general. And so we put rock bands and we don't get we don't get any points for it again. You can't just not give points. You have to ask to be more specific if you really want it that way. Or you can just give the points because. We understand that they are rock bands, and all 90s grunge bands are indeed rock bands. So, oh, the last one, the half. Um, This didn't affect other people, um, or this didn't affect us differently than it affected other people because we got clarification for the entire bar. But the whole thing with the last round, and I'm really going on a trivia rant here, but I think think the, the, the beanheads need to hear it. Um, the whole last round is a speed round and it's kind of an open-ended question where you can put up to 30 answers in like two and a half to three minutes. It's pretty fast. Um, but the, the description of this question was name. So in whatever year, I don't know, a couple years ago, Sirius XM, uh, named the top 30 comics of all time. And then the guy running the game was like, and go. And everyone at the bar is just like, wait, 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 hold on a second. Comics? What do you mean? Like comic books, comedians, stand-up people? Like what's – what do you mean comics? Like you got to give us, you know – like if you said bears, is it like actual bears? Is it Chicago bears? Is it a gay thing? Like you got to be more specific than that. And so we we restarted the timer and and got clarification that it indeed was comics as in comedians. So – it was just we hadn't had many issues with the uh the game at the specific bar up to this last week but boy it was it was rough when it rained it definitely poured uh and that was very frustrating so we're we're going to be looking to rebound playing one more game at this bar and then my brother uh will be moving back to New York and I will be finding a new bar with hopefully just a little bit a little bit tighter uh tighter not tighter run, but just, you know, 
don't 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 f with us you know if i tell you gordon is the guy who rushed for 408 yards i'm gonna get the points right yeah or you can ask me for the first name and i can give it to you because i'm a big football fan very frustrating well uh, i applied if you saw on facebook i applied to a job um in april when i was probably even maybe even late march early april but it was uh, you know part of a mass dump of i was really just looking to get back to the midwest great lakes region um and so i was pretty much applying for any jobs that opened up that i was you know qualified for that seemed interesting and one of them at a college that shall remain nameless in Wisconsin. But um, they literally, I what was this, I think Tuesday maybe, Wednesday? Um, I think Tuesday. They email me in the afternoon and were like, Dear Quentin, we received your application. Let's schedule a time to chat on the phone. Okay, so bear in mind, this is probably what, July... 16th july 17th something like that and i think i probably applied let's just let's just conservatively say april 1st because i don't really remember it wouldn't have been much later than april 1st it wouldn't have been much earlier than then it was sometime around there well let's see let's count on our fingers here that's one two three and a half months after submitting an application i don't think that's normal. That seems very abnormal, abnormal, A-B-N-O-R-M-A-L. To get back to a person that late, I mean, that's pretty That's pretty brutal. And then they emailed to my personal email in the afternoon, probably like 2 p.m. or something like that. So I didn't see it right away, and I didn't respond um, that day while I was at work because I was at work and I was doing stuff. And I didn't respond when I got home because when I get home, I try to stay off um, – not necessarily internet, but I'm just, I'm not thinking of like communicating with other people unless it's like a Instagram picture or text or something. I'm just like, I'm doing my own thing. So I'm walking, uh, off the train <laughs> to my office at like eight thirty, eight forty-five the next morning. And I get a call from this college. And again, this is in Wisconsin. So we're in the same time zone, central time zone. So they're calling me before business hours. And it's like, well, what do you like? Do you usually call people before business hours and they pick up and you have a normal conversation? Like, that's just, I don't really care. I'm not, you know, whatever. I don't, the phone etiquette thing to me is like, whatever, I don't mind. But, like, who's going to answer? Most people at, you know, 8.45 in the morning are, like, driving on their way to work or they're taking public transportation on their way to work. Or, the alternative, they're already at work and they're doing work and it's like... What a terrible time to call. So eventually later that day when I had a min- when I had a minute, I was worried they were going to, you know, send the FBI after me or something if I didn't call them back for this interview. Um no, I I emailed them back and I wanted to like try to find a way to kind of give them the business um but I just I sent like a short message in fact, I typed something out. It said something like, as you might have guessed, since it's been three and a half months since I applied, I already took another job, but then I deleted it. So I was like, there's just no way for my humor to come across in an email where I don't know the person. It's just, it's way too, not even risky, but just like, it's, it's not going to work out the way I want it to. So, 
Um, I just sent back a nice, kind, nope, sorry, took another job, sorry, sorry. People always make fun of the way I say sorry because of my Midwestern accent. I tell you what, you guys know I don't have AC in my house in Chicago, but there is some AC on in this Hilton right now. And I had set it to 77 last night because I'm used to, that's not even that hot, but I'm used to sleeping um, in a fairly hot environment. So to me, 77 was like, oh, this isn't bad. Well, I wake up this morning and it didn't seem to stick, right? These hotel thermostats never seem to stick at the temperature you want them. To stick at, and so I wake up this morning, it's at 71, and I'm like, oh my god, it's so cold, my nipples could pierce a glacier right now, and I just, so I reset it back up to like 78, and I just look over now, I was, so I'm lying in bed under the covers, because uh, I'm cold, and I'm thinking like, maybe the thermostat got messed up again, I look over again, it's at 69, so pardon me as I step away for one moment, if you're, if you're, you know, maybe you need to use the bathroom or get a sip of water, I'm going to step away for about 10 seconds to adjust the thermostat. I know you're thinking, wow, Quinn, you could just pause it, pause your recording and come back and we would never know. Well, we're coming to you live and this is live air, so we'll be right back. The worst thing is in about oh, 45 to 50 minutes. Oh, no, it just reset back to 70. Oh, okay. Femi let me finish my thought. The worst thing is I'm about to step outside, and I was outside already, already uh, once this morning to get some breakfast. Boy, it is hot, and that's how we open the podcast. And it's going to be gross walking a mile to uh, this other hotel where I'm working in my suit and tie. Really looking forward to that. Okay. I re I, I reset, I re-reset the thermometer to go back to um, 78. And it went whew, right back down. Didn't stay. So this time I actually, I'm going to pause and uh, I'll be back with some results. All right, we're, we're back. Um, it was... More than just the thermostat, I uh, I also got up and I had to urinate, and then I was in there and I was like, well, I just had some breakfast. I might as well brush my teeth. Next thing you know, half an hour later, I was singing some gospel songs along with YouTube and working on my hair, getting all spiffy for work. So we're back. We are Back. Let's read some advertisements here. Here we go. I'm going to get cuts by Q right. I didn't update the copy, but <laughs> I'm going to get it right. All right. All right. Oh, I just found one of the, you know, this is something that bugs me. I found a knot in my, um, not in my hair. In your hair, in your hair, zombie, zombie. Zombie, hey, in your. I found another one, so I have to sing it again. In your hair, in your hair, zombie, 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 
Okay. The knot isn't. Let's turn my microphone off. I'm a mess today. The knot isn't in my. Um, I'm not even speaking into the microphone. It's not in my hair. Is that cranberry's cover would suggest it's in the microphone cord, but we fixed it. So let's let's get to some advertisements for Saturday, July twentieth. All right, Home Pride Overnight. Are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, there is good news. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and <clears throat> home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you are tired, and I know a lot of you out there are tired, if but if you're tired of big real estate's stranglehold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector that you can trust, you better pick up that phone and call Steve at 541-410-0316. Or for all of you web denizens out there, visit HomePrideOregon.com. Again, that's 541-410-0316. Or for those of you who don't like to answer your calls, visit HomePrideOregon.com. HomePrideOregon Inspection Perfection. I think the heat's zapping some of my energy. Um, all right. Shout out to the Samsung Q2U series. Crisp, clean, audio quality. It handled last week's interview with Tarek Shahada with ease. Uh, and, you know, it's on the road with us. We haven't been on the road quite as much in 2019 as we were in 2018. But uh, we got we got some road trips. Not road trips, but just being on the road type of trips. Um for you coming up this fall it'll be quiet the next four or five episodes but then once september hits uh, after labor day i would expect um some fun podcasts in some exotic locations uh shout out toward curves um we talked about them let's see was it last week or the week before on the podcast kind of taking the place of victoria's secret getting a new catalog for them that was very exciting very generous of them and we're going to reach out to Tord Curves, see if they want to do a little Bean Town sponsorship. For all those bean heads that need a little bit more support, whether it's a push-up, a t-shirt bra, um, or spaghetti strap, whatever you're looking for, Tord Curves has got it for you. One more. Here we go, and I'm not going to mess it up. I was ready this time. I've been thinking about this for days, and I haven't got it written down yet, but I'm, I've got it all up here as he's pointing to his noggin. Uh, noggin, N-O-G-G-I-N. Bob and Weave, we all know the hairstyle and we all love it, but how many north side of Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Nailed it. Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman, but completely different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and is probably, notice I said probably, one of the better barbershop operations serving Baltimore. Mm, damn. Oh, that wasn't on purpose. I forgot there was a second part where I talk about Baltimore. All right. Serving Cook County, north side of Chicago, and general Chicagoland area, Illinois. From beehives to banks, faux hawks to flat tops and everything in between, call Cuts by Q at 815-298-7200 or email Cuts by Q at yahoo.com. Again, that's Cuts, Q-U-T-Z, by Q at 
Yahoo.com. Oh, when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, just call the experts at Cuts by Q. That was real nice. I almost got, almost got through those cleanly. All right. Oh, one other thing I wanted to mention here, and then we'll let you go. As, oh boy, when my uh, when I start getting into the longer episodes here, and this isn't even that long. I'm at minute 29, but sometimes. When you're working with my MacBook Pro from, what, 2013, uh, this is so year seven for it. Um, this baby still runs pretty well, but she's she shows her age occasionally. Um, and I also worry that <laughs> I just got a message this morning when I launched GarageBand. It said, GarageBand, your current version of GarageBand or whatever won't be updated with future iOS systems, whatever, something like that. So basically, anytime you know a new operating uh, system or whatever those are called um, comes out, that update for my Mac, I don't know what it is right now. It's uh, it's not Mountain Lion anymore. It might be oh, it's something like Yosemite, something like that. I don't know. Um, but basically, if they want me, if I update that then I won't be able to use GarageBand. And they said, well, in order to do that, just go to the App Store and get the newest version of GarageBand. Well, I can't because for whatever reason, I can't access the App Store anymore on my Mac. So, yeah. Don't think we'll be updating our Mac anytime soon, which could be the beginning of the end. I don't know. You guys watched me on my Christmas Day live stream uh, six or seven months ago um, when we did Mac Repair, which was terrifying but exhilarating all at the same time there was it wasn't a stunt it was actually my mac i couldn't use it anymore i had to order a replacement part um on the internet and we physically sat down and did surgery you can go watch the live stream of it um, on our youtube page but um it's been working good ever since haven't had any of the same ribbon cable issues um got a new one in there from china and uh, she's she's running. But anyways, what happens is if you have something like GarageBand up for longer than a couple minutes, it starts to slow down and you can feel it get very hot at the bottom of the computer. The fan is working overtime. It gets loud. Uh, and what happens with GarageBand is it still works and you all don't hear anything different. It hears completely fine or it, it sounds completely fine to you. But as I'm watching like the recording feed scroll across the screen whatever you want to whatever you want to call that it's very choppy um and usually that's a precursor one or two ticks away from it just completely not shutting down but it'll just pause the recording and so that happened a couple of times actually um during the roast of queen david furnace i think mostly uh it, it was covered up okay um but it it did happen um, where some people had to re- re-record some of their stuff, which was a bummer. But uh, it hasn't happened lately. Computers uh, trying not to touch it, trying to let it do its own thing. But she's uh, she's working hard for the money today. And on the topic of computers, internet. Oh boy! So I'm uh, at work. A lot of a lot of frantic phone calls to my personal number at work um, this week. So. I'm at work on Thursday, was it, or Wednesday? Wednesday, I suppose. Yeah, Wednesday. And 
two or three times in the morning, I get a call from an unidentified 1-800 number, and I'm at work. Like, there's no chance in hell I'm going to pick those up. Plus, I get a lot of spam calls, usually from ones that have the same area code as me, but it's not uncommon to see them come from, you know, 1-888 numbers or 1-800 numbers. So I get those, and what happens is they leave each one, and this happened two or three times, they leave two-second voicemails with that are just completely blank. So it's like, I know it's an automated something because it's the exact same pattern every time, but I have no idea what it is. So after the second or third one, I Google the number, uh, and I see that it's, it's related or tied to a Comcast, you know, something. So I'm like, oh, that's weird. Let me go, you know, log into my uh, burner account that I use for Comcast. It's a long story, and it wasn't intentional, but I was unable to use my normal Gmail account for Comcast, and I had to create a Yahoo one, which is really dumb. Anyways, but it's it's I don't have it hooked up to my mail app on my phone, and I never look at it um, online because I have AutoPay set up. So, you know, I notice every month that it comes out of my uh, credit card statement and we're good. That's that. So log into my email and it says your Comcast bill is 10 days overdue if you don't, you know, pay today or whatever. Uh, or they didn't even say that. They just said, we're going to shut your service off, um, today. And it's like, oh, that's lovely. So I go, the last, the worst case scenario is obviously physically calling them because, once you get on the phone with them, it's still not great, but it could be way worse. It's just you usually like 11th person in queue, and it just takes so long to actually talk to someone. So I go to the live chat, and at first it's like a robot. Um, and oh, I should back up and, and just mention that when I logged, when I would log on to um, my, because I still have my, you know, Comcast, you know, online login credentials all that stuff so i log in and it's showing me that it's i log in and it shows me my account as if it's still hooked up to my old baltimore address 817 st paul street and i look at my auto pay and it says suspended i'm like okay well this isn't like i don't live here anymore this isn't right can i reinstate my auto pay whatever and i can tell just nothing nothing is working so like, this is dumb. So I go into the chat, and I talk to probably three different people, and they weren't bouncing me around. They were each helping me with a separate issue. Um, but eventually, what, what do you learn is when you transfer your service, right, I wasn't – all I was doing is when I moved from Baltimore to Chicago, before I moved, just logging in saying, you know, there's a whole, like, start, stop, or move my service, whatever. You click on that, you enter your new address, whatever, you're done. Apparently, it creates a new account for you, which is like, okay, weird, but not the end of the world. But what they should do is automatically transfer your, you know, login credentials because otherwise, how am I supposed to pay? Because they didn't send me a paper bill. So there's this horrible disconnect in their system. And I'm sure I'm not the first person to have experienced this, where you use your online login credentials, but it takes you to this old account but you don't have credentials for the new account, but the new account also doesn't send you a paper bill. So there's physically no way to pay your bill. Um, so, boy, it was frustrating. 
eventually what they have to do is physically transfer your old credentials to this new account, which is just like that should have happened right away when I submitted or when my move date occurred because I told you when it was. <sighs> Very frustrating. Eventually, eventually, we got all of our bills paid. Auto pay was reinstated. That's the thing. Auto pay didn't automatically transfer. So I had to re-put in my information and et cetera. The whole thing probably took two hours out of a work day too. It was just, and I was stressed the whole time because I knew it was going to be fine and I wasn't worried about like losing money on this, but I was just stressed because I didn't want to come home and be like, oh, your internet isn't on anymore. Have fun. Um, especially because they, on um, you know, on the email they sent or something, it was like, once your internet is turned off, it takes 48 to 72 hours to reinstate. It was just like, come on. It was going to be the weekend. Not that I'm there for the full weekend. I was only going to be there on, on you know, Sunday tomorrow. But just like, this is ridiculous. So <sighs> we got it figured out. This has been a very complaining, ranting-oriented podcast, which kind of makes me feel bad, but also... I kind of feel like based off of comments and suggestions, that's that's kind of what you fans want. So this is going to be perhaps one of those episodes where I walk away from it feeling like, boy, that was a really rough episode. And all of a sudden we actually get like three emails um, to the email saying like, oh, my God, that was great. We'd love more of that. So I don't know. It's tough to get it's it can be tough to get a finger on the pulse of what the beaners or the bean heads out there want. But um, you can always nonetheless uh let us know how you're feeling with the hashtag friends of the podcast and as a reminder we have bean town buttons and i was a dummy so i have this bag of 100 buttons on my coffee table at home and i keep going out and i keep meeting people seeing people some of them big uh, fans of the podcast others not but it doesn't really matter um and the whole reason I got these buttons was so I could hand them out to these people. And I haven't physically left the house with one yet. Um, I literally could have brought, you know, a couple of DC and gave one to my cousin, gave one to another friend I'm seeing tonight who's been on the podcast, getting a drink with our political correspondent. If you remember from about a year ago, uh, political correspondent Nick Albano came on the podcast and boy, we, we butted heads. It was a fun episode. Uh, it was my parody of right wing media. Uh, it was, it's actually a really good episode. I really like it. So go go check that out. It's from about a year ago, last July. Um, but we're meeting up with him for drinks tonight. We'll probably talk some politics and get wild. But the point of my story was I've been really bad so far. You know, the two weeks now that I've had these buttons or a week, whatever, haven't distributed them. So remind me and I'll do that. Shoot us an email. Uh, saying, hey, Quinn, where's my button in all caps? And we'll get you one. And the email, of course, is beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. Again, it's beantown, bean, <coughs> I messed that up, B-E-A-N-T-O-W-N podcast at yahoo.com. There it is. And we will get you a button. Pronto. You can always follow us on Twitter at beantowncast. My personal Twitter is at white buns with a Z. Uh, you can find us. YouTube, Twitter, uh, well, not really, but YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, excuse me, our website, BeantownPodcast.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Plod, Pod, Podcasts, what is that? Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, not CastBox yet, still working on it, uh, and wherever podcasts are sold and distributed. 
That's about all we got here on the podcast for you. Uh, again, this has been Quinn David Furnace. This is my show, Quinn David Furnace Presents, Bean Town Podcast, one of the better podcasts on the north side of Chicago, and your number one source for misinformation on the internet, probably. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoyed some of these rants. This is just a day in the life of myself, Quinn David Furnace. Uh, wish us luck and send us some cool thoughts. I don't know when you're listening to this, but uh, when I'm recording this and uploading this is just prior to me going outside in my full suit and tie uh, and going to work for a little bit, which, whew, not looking forward to that walk, uh, nor the walk back. So, Wish us luck. We will do our best and uh, hopefully a safe flight back to Chicago tomorrow morning. None of this uh, canceled stuff and rebook. And I want to get home so I have my full Sunday so I can get stuff done and do my Sunday wind down. Maybe even imbibe in an episode of the Beantown Podcast. All right. That's all we got for you. 41 minutes. It's a great place to stop. Everyone, have a good time. Be nice to one another. And we will check in on you next time. Farewell from Washington, D.C.